Hello, and welcome to the Penn State Pre-Health Podcast, the show to help all pre-health students on their journey to acceptance. Each episode, our goal is to share information our students need to succeed, connect them with resources, answer questions, and make this incredibly stressful process just a little easier. Our episodes will vary in length from a little over five minutes to around an hour. You can turn into our shorts on your walk between classes, and when you have more time, you can enjoy one of our longer episodes. I'm today's host, John Moses Bronson. For this week's episode, we are going to focus on personal statements. This is a very challenging part of the application process for many of our students, and so this is going to be one of the topics that we break down into smaller bits. This first episode is really just an overview of what actually is a personal statement. So that's where we're going to begin. At its core, the personal statement is an essay, which makes it sound, you know, not terribly difficult, but maybe a little annoying. But it is so much more than just an essay. They vary in length depending on which application service you're using for which health profession, but they're anywhere between 4,500 and 5,300 characters. And now that includes spaces, right? But more importantly than just an essay and just something to complete, your personal statement is a tool. And this tool is your opportunity to tell your story. Every applicant is going to come into the process with the same prerequisite courses right? You can't apply and be considered without them. Everyone's going to be pretty well qualified. Most admissions officers will tell you that nine out of 10 of their applicants are qualified for medical school. So what do we do to help us set you apart from the tens of thousands of other applicants that these schools are receiving? Well, you do it using your own story. And that can focus on the distance that you've traveled. Now, this is a term that some admissions officers use to express difficulties and challenges that students have had to overcome. You know, maybe you came from a really challenging household growing up. Maybe you faced your own medical challenges throughout your childhood. This is your opportunity to let people know where you're coming from and express your point of view. Because we don't want a medical school cohort with a bunch of people from the same background with the same types of experiences. We want a diversity of experiences and lived lives to enrich the quality of our medical school cohorts. Now, I will often say medical school, and that is just because, frankly, that is the vast majority of our applicants. But this advice really does extend to anybody in any health profession. The last thing that I want to talk about in sort of thinking about what the purpose of this is, this personal statement, is that you want to be able to let the reader know what they can expect from you in the future. Right now, with the primary application, it's a picture of your past, right? It's a record of all of the things that you've done, the courses that you've taken, the activities that you've engaged in. But the personal statement allows you to cast the reader into the future. What do all of these things mean for who you're going to become? What is the type of physician, dentist, physician assistant, pharmacist that you are hoping to become as a result 
of the education provided at their programs. So you don't want to make this a recap show, right? That's what your application does. It sort of gets them up to speed with where you're at. You want to think of your personal statement as a brand new episode. Now, you're going to want to reference things that have happened in before. All the best TV shows do, right? There's the uh, maybe you missed this on previous episodes segment at the start of a TV show. And that's basically just to catch you up to speed. So there's a lot of strategy involved in how you approach your personal statement. And how does who you are speak to who that specific program is looking for? Because if all programs wanted to find was the best students, they would pick the students with the highest GPAs and the highest standardized test scores and call it a day. And we know by looking at the data that that's not the case. And in fact, many of the applicants with the best GPAs and the best standardized test scores don't receive a single offer. In 2021, the aggregate data showed that approximately 16 ish percent of students who have the best GPAs, the best scores, didn't receive an acceptance. And the personal statement is a potential source of why those students didn't receive an offer. So let's take a look at the personal statement from another perspective. Let's view it from the reader's perspective, right? So we're going to think about the personal statement from the school's perspective. What on earth are they (laughs) looking for when they read this? right? A lot of students are like, I got to hook them, right? They want to like claw you in. And that can be effective when done the correct way and not aggressively. But you don't want to like go in trying to be Tennessee Williams, right? This is not the next great American novel. You're not trying to be somebody that you're not. So if you are not this incredible detailed you know, prolific writer, you don't have to pretend to be in your personal statement, right? Because that's not what they're looking for. They're reading your personal statement to confirm some things that they've already believed about you, right? They've read your application. They've seen the things that you've done. And they're making some assumptions about the type of person you are and the values that you hold. And your personal statement helps to say, yeah, I think so too. But it also helps to unveil new parts of who you are, right? And so that's what they're also looking for. What are we missing? The application is an incredibly detailed and complex process, and the personal statement allows you to move beyond it. They want to understand what it is that you bring to the table, right? Not They do not want an entire 150-student cohort of bio majors from the suburbs who all have similar experiences, right? So be thinking about what it is, what is your perspective, how does it connect to the activities that you've participated in, and how can that be a value add to that school? So when you are sort of thinking about your goal, right, you want the end of your personal statement to say, this is why your program is the next logical step for me. So you want to make sure that you are balancing all of these really complex things together. And it's not easy. But, you know, in our future episodes, we're going to discuss ways in which 
you can get started. How do you mine for the things that you really need to be talking about in the personal statement? You've all lived long, varied, rich lives. And how does that make sense in context for this very short statement? So next week, I'll be discussing some of the best practices for personal statements, as well as some things to avoid, just to give you some broader context on what this looks like for you. I look forward to you joining me next week on the Penn State Pre-Health Podcast. State Pre-Health Podcast is a production of the Pre-Health Advising Office and the Eberly College of Science at Penn State University. It is produced, edited, and promoted by the Pre-Health Advising Team. The views, opinions, and advice shared during this podcast are that of the hosts and any guests only, and do not necessarily reflect the best advice for every student at every institution for every health profession. This is a nonprofit podcast made for the purpose of better serving pre-health students across the university system.